Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Stacey Pressman, and I'm the host of the Pressman Hour Podcast, along with my co-host, Angela Riley. I'm a comedian, I'm a provocateur, and I like to talk about everything and anything that comes to my head. Me and my co-host, Angela, we kind of fight about stuff. Sometimes we have great guests, so if you have like an hour to spare and you're not doing anything... Listen to the Pressman Hour on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. That's coming back. What do you the mean? commercial. The what's up? <laughs> I saw something messed. about it. I have it on our what's pop. Oh, you do? Is that where I saw I it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we, we can talk about it. Uh-oh, are you there? We did a power hour on Friday, and I think Davion kept doing that. And I was like, really? Oh, really? Well, if you Google <laughs> it, there's like grandmas that are like, but they sound like they're ready to die. They're like, like they're choking on phlegm. Like their what's up does not sound like what's up. Like that's creepy. Yeah. So what are they recording if, them over on YouTube or something? I I think it was like an alternative, and it was like grandmas, and it's so funny to hear these like really old ladies going, "Yo, what's up?" But they're like gargling on their own spit. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to Google it and watch it. But, uh, yeah, that's why I greeted you with what's up. We're yeah, recording. Nice. Go ahead. You're nice and loud today. I love it. Um, we're recording episode 59. We neglected to say 58 last time. 5-9. So 5-9. I know. We're just moving right along, girl. We are. Is everyone else doing this during quarantine? You know what? I think a lot of people are trying to be like podcast superstars like we are, but um, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, there's. A, a, th- I think that's why we had such an issue last week, like trying to get all hooked up on Zencaster. I just, there's like so many people trying to kill time. And of course, everybody and their brother has the idea like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Can you help me? And I always say, no, I can't help you. <laughs> Unless you want to pay me to consult, I know I'm not helping you. For yeah, pay me. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. my fucking time is worth something. I yeah. agree. So, I ain't giving nobody nothing for free. We just give this for free. Exactly. Um, today, we're recording on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> I thought I avoided that all day, and then you had uh, it all well, over the outline. We have like we have like a I don't know if you've noticed, but on Instagram we have like a guy that follows us, and he likes almost every single thing we post, and he makes comments too. And I never thought anything of it until I like clicked on him and looked around. I'm like, look, this guy's like a really good looking Italian man. Okay. It's like a wine guy. He owns a cooking school. Like he's kind of the shit. So um, he did a little thing today called Star Wines. So I'll play that for you since you avoided Star Wars all day today. Here you go. <laughs> 
You might hear me clicking around. If you only knew the power of the dark side. The only thing dark is to be my coffee man. <laughs> I am your father. What? Hold on a minute. What if I were a Jedi? If you want to learn something about wine, you must unlearn what you learn. But if you really love wine, guys, join me in this message for all the wine makers in the world that are such in dark side momentum. Let the dark fader go away. May the force be with you guys. <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. I, I sucked it. I like wine. I like wine. He is, I have another little clip of him when we do our booze news, but um, his name is Filippo Bartolotta, and uh, he is pretty fancy, I'd say. Where is my little, I have a little blurb about him. He's from Italy. Tuscany? No. Damn it, girl. It's been a long day. Mm -hmm. This was day number one of my first full week back to work. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Ask me if on Friday how the fuck I'm doing because I don't know. Was it a crazy day? You know what? It's not a crazy day. It just, it's like, so I don't know how many people are familiar with this PPP loan that's out there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He isn't from Tuscany. He's from Florence. So oh. Filippo is from Florence. He's a journalist at Decanter Magazine. He's a wine advisor for La Bacanti Tours. And he's the CEO, founder of Mama Florence, which is a wine and cooking school. And then he's also the face and voice of Chianti Classico, which is like their um, symbol is like the black rooster. So when we get to booze news, you'll hear more from him. But you should check him out. If he, he's like I said, he's on Instagram. He follows us and he comments and likes a lot of our stuff. So, yeah, I don't know, Steph, maybe you might have an, an Italian boyfriend to go visit in Italy. Me? Yeah, why not? Uh, I always say I don't know if I would do an Italian. Oh, really? He's yeah. cute, though. Uh, yeah, you'll have to check him out. He kind of reminds me of this actor, but I can't think of his name. <laughs> um, he was in that creepy movie where, like, the girl was dead the whole time and buried in that bunker and he was the bad guy which i did not like him as the bad guy i have no idea what you're talking Come about on. you don't you never read that book or saw that movie okay he was, also, you're talking about. <laughs> he was also in um oh my gosh were they uh kittenous cat piss oh <laughs> hunger games yeah he was in hunger games oh why can't i uh, i'll think of his name People are probably screaming his name right now while they're listening. Italian guy. I want to say he was on Law and Order, too. Oh. Shit. I'll Google it. All right. Let's, we'll go to our uh, what's popping while I look this up. <laughs> I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's, what's popping. Poppin'? 
you were popping today. I saw your picture there. Like, oh yeah, I did my Met Gala challenge. Yeah, I did Didn't it yesterday. How did you like? You just had the perfect outfit. Laying I around. saw the other Saturday. Mindy Kaling did one. She did the Jared Leto one, which was so good. Mm-hmm. And then I was like looking at just Met Gala looks because I was like, I want to do it. And I'm at my dad's, so I didn't have have much. Oh, and then from one parent to the other now? He's in Florida, so I am actually dog, cat, and house sitting here. Nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Stanley Tucci. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why am I such a nerd? And that movie, I'm I know what movie you're talking about now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. I can't think of the name like of it. The girl was dead the whole time. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, but like her being dead the whole time wasn't like a spoiler. It was like he killed her. The lovely bones. Yes, yes. That's what it was, yeah. Um, Yeah, so I was just, like, looking through, like, all different Met Gala looks and that Sarah Jessica Parker one popped up. I'm like, oh, my God, I could totally do that. And, like, I had to run home anyway. So I grabbed um, a tablecloth. (laughs) I grabbed a tablecloth and I had that white bra with, like, the black lace. And like just a white tool thing, and I was I can't like, "This." Believe you had that whole outfit. I mean, it's yeah, it's very pieced together, and it's a vinyl tablecloth, but it worked for the the yeah. Met Gala challenge because I was sad. I love the Met Gala every year, and there's no Met Gala this year. Damn! Any of those Met Gala people ever wear pajamas? I could probably pull that off. <laughs> well, I mean, there was another one. I was like, if I. I couldn't remember if I still had that tablecloth like I had in my Christmas shit. Um, yeah. And if I didn't have it, there was one. It was just like a gray dress with like, I'm like, I'm going to put aluminum foil on this dress I have. You're so, so funny. You know, you got to pass the time somehow. That was my Sunday. Hey, that was pretty cool. What did yeah, I do was... on Sunday? I don't know. I just hung out in the Oh, I gave myself a mani-pedi. Oh, nice. The yard. I actually, like, I'm a bird watcher now, I guess. Um I have Orioles in my yard now. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was like, wait, is that like a really bright cardinal? Because again, I didn't have my glasses on. And I'm like, no, that his song sounds different. So I'm, I'm starting to be a birder. I don't know hmm. what the fuck that's all about. Yeah. So I have Orioles and then the Blue Jay. I can identify him by his little song. And yeah. So I just watch the birds all day. Um, yeah. Most, sounds I like a nice, relaxing. Yeah. yeah, it was sunny out. I sat out in the, you know, on the deck in the sun, and I mean, what the fuck else is there to do? Yeah, you got to dress up. That sounds cool. I wore shorts that like rode up my ass, something fierce all day. Saturday, I definitely was like less clothes <laughs> possible because it was so sunny out. It was sunny. It was nice. Yeah, I wore shorts both days, but I have no idea why I just wore those shorts all day. They were like the fucking thong by the end of the day. Eh, sometimes thongs <laughs> are comfy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather go panty list. Panty list. Um, so today is also the anniversary of um, Adam Yawk from BC Boys, his death today. Oh. So I got a little sample for you. Intergalactic, 
song's such a jam. Like when I yeah, it's on, a good I'm one. Driving, I'm like fuck yeah, I turn it up, and I'm you know, I'm like a pinch on the neck from Mr. Spock. Like I get into it. That's a good one. Um, so today is hashtag MCA day. Uh, shout out to three people: Ed, Mr. Silha, Marilyn, super fan, Marilyn K, and then Mick Kaler. Uh, they all nominated me to do that album a day for 10 days. So I was like, you know what? Every time I post an album, I'm tagging all three of them in it. <laughs> At least three people better like my <laughs> albums. So today was my last day. and I, I saw someone was like, I'm just going to post all 10. And I was like, ooh, that works. Post them all you in one post. That? Dog. Dog did that. Dog Julian from Sunshine Boys. He posted like a ton. Because he's like, man, so many people have asked me to do this. And I should have done all 10. But today I ended it with uh, Beastie Boys. So. And I did the hashtag MCA day. So... Um, Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Are you going to do something? And it's Taco Tuesday. I know. It was would be the perfect time to go out and have fun, but we're all staying in. Well, I thought like there's some Tuesday. restaurants that are doing at-home things. Um, oh, really? Any of them sound good? Well, you know, nothing says Taco Tuesday like California Pizza Kitchen. And they're doing... Um, <laughs> A taco. Nothing says nothing about California pizza. But they're they are doing a taco meal kit and a picture of their fresh agave lime margaritas, so you could pick that up if you're desperate enough. Yeah, Chipotle. Well, I picked stuff that was national just because I know not everyone's in Chicago. Right. Um, Chipotle. They'll be offering free queso blanco with this promo code and um they're also extending that through may 10th their free delivery so for cinco de mayo for tomorrow at work and then mo's southwest grill i think that's national isn't it uh yeah they're just they they close some of them down they're not as many as they used to be but i think a lot of people like mo's because you can get the tofu as an option for your protein on your burritos or whatever i know just can't do the tofu yeah bad date the guy did like a tofu burrito or something and i was like oh no Mm -mm. well they'll be giving away free t-shirts taco kits burritos and more um from six to seven tomorrow they're going to do a facebook cinco de mayo party well that sounds like fun and then they're also doing free delivery um on the border pre-order your celebration to go with their cinco in a bag for 25 dollars, you get one taco family meal with ground beef not tofu a bowl of queso, fun <laughs> swag, and five souvenir cups. All for 25 bucks. That's pretty good. That is a pretty good deal. Because I want to say somebody around here, it wasn't that good of a deal. It was like 40 bucks, and it was like four tacos and a pitcher of like alcohol. What? Well, I guess the pitcher yeah. of alcohol is kind of pricey usually. But right. Still. I'm, because like it, over here, we have the Village Squire. I don't know. There's There's maybe three or four in the north far northwest suburbs of chicago and they do um they like they're famous for their rum barrels and their mai tais and you can actually um get those to go so they give you a couple of their famous little cups uh these plastic cups and then they give you a whole bottle of booze 
and the mixer. Hmm. So I, that's kind of worth it. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last but not least, Taco Bell, they're doing a, a new at home taco bar kit. Comes with flour tortillas, crunchy taco shells, nacho chips, seasoned beef, nacho cheese sauce, hot sauce packets, and more. So All right. that's not bad. That's not a bad way. Uh-uh. No, we went, one kid wanted Taco Bell the other day. I'm like, fuck it. We're not doing anything. So we went to Taco Bell and they have those Slurpees and they had a wild strawberry one. And it was pretty fire. I was like, yummy. I split it with my son just because I'm like, this is a lot of sugar. <laughs> like, let's just split this. But yeah. so may- And Taco Bell's been doing a lot of um, promos during the quarantine, like on Tuesdays. They, they give out a, like a taco here and there. You gotta you gotta like find it when you're online. It'll pop up. Um, maybe I'll do that right tomorrow because I'm kind of in boo-boo over here. There's you gotta got to be a Taco, taco Bell. Bell. There? There's gotta be one. Yeah, check it out. I don't. I already went to the store last week and I bought my steak, steak and stuff to make some steak fajitas. So that's oh. what we're gonna do. Steak fajitas. Olay. Uh, I didn't have room for that, the Mexican music. Um, If you are not a fan of Cinco de Mayo, but you want to celebrate tomorrow, again, Star Wars takes over, and it's the Revenge of the Fifth. I know you wouldn't get it, Steph, because you don't... I know Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so then that's what... Was that a movie? Yep. Well, it was never called Revenge of the Sith, but... um, it has to do with the Sith. Actually, it was. There was Revenge of the Sith. It was the episode three. Sorry. I uh, think that I was when I worked at Party City and we had all those Star Wars costumes. <laughs> Darth Maul and all that. Yeah, yeah. I like the OG. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, that poor guy. Um <laughs> But it, uh, when I was, like, investigating this, May the 4th Be With You was not originally a Star Wars thing. It had to do with Margaret Thatcher, believe it or not. So she won her first election on May the 4th. And so that was um, an advertisement in a, in a London newspaper in 1979, may the fourth be with you. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it is a star Wars reference, but it was like a comical congratulatory to Margaret Thatcher. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is. Isn't it? There you go. Good old Margaret Thatcher. I'll celebrate it in that way. Then. You know what I'm going to celebrate? I'm going to celebrate riding a, riding my <laughs> Guess who's the most eligible bachelor in the country? Ooh. Andrew Cuomo, baby. Oh. <laughs> Your boy. My boy. I don't. He's a little bit of an older gentleman. Is he? Uh, How old is he? 62. Oh, he looks good. He does look good with his pierced nips. Um, so he <laughs> is, so last week he had an interview with this uh, radio lady, Susan Richards, and they were talking about the fact that there was a matchmaker. This must have been an old survey because it said that 
uh, Andrew and Chris Cuomo were two of the most eligible bachelors in the country. And so then Andrew, Cuomo, he came back and said, well, you know what? My brother's married and I'm not married. So I don't think he qualifies as eligible, but I am. But I want to say he was dating someone and that girl got pissed when she heard like this interview. Oh. Yeah. He's and so then, now this um Susan Richards, this radio show host, she must be she must be like a kindred spirit stuff because she joked and she goes, We're we're both single Sagittarians from Queens. So. <laughs> So there is, um, there is an account, I guess, online, Cuomo.sexual. So there's um, pictures of Andrew and um, from when he was a kid and now. And I guess there's like more than 7,000 followers there. Did you go to it? No, not yet. Rad it. I'm going to go to it, though. Like he, he's the only person that I listen to really about this whole Corona thing. I'll read articles like I get, I don't even know. I get CNN and I think I get the New York times. I don't know. I get a couple, I don't know. I get a couple alerts every morning. So I kind of lay in bed while I'm waking up and I read them just to get it off the table so that I don't have to listen to the news later. Yeah. But then sometimes on Facebook, it'll pop up like Governor Cuomo. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch him while I'm sitting here doing nothing. So. <laughs> well, oh, because we were talking about work. Well, you know, these companies that qualify for this PPP, there's, you know, the, the, the loan from the government that's supposed to help you. Yeah. These companies, well, they put such crazy stipulations on there. They're like, well, we'll give you, we'll give you money up to a hundred thousand dollars per employee, enough to cover eight weeks of like their pay. And, um, but you can only use the money for, for like payroll, and there's like a 25% you could use for other things, but any more than 25%, then the eligibility goes away and you have to pay it back. So now it was like, we were all told like, hey, we got the loan, but now y'all have to work 40 hours a week. We don't have 40 hours worth of work a week to do oh, right now. Yeah. So today was kind of like the first day of all of us going, what do we do now? You didn't have appointments? We did, but I mean, normally we have between 15 and 17 surgeries, and today we had like six. So mm. it's like, um, so needless to say, the boss is always find shit for people to do. So he's like, have a manual, go home and retype it. We're all like, great, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I saw all those stipulations, which I was kind of just happy about because it was like, as long as you're not laying people off, you get the money. Right. There were just like a bunch of things that kind of protected employees. So I, I can honestly say we have a couple. So the issue is, and it's been the issue this whole time with all of these governors and mayors and stuff, because they're like, we can't fully open the economy 100% when we don't have anywhere for the kids to go. Yeah. Like we don't have daycare. We don't have after school programs. We don't have school. Right. So we have a couple girls in the office that have like multiple young children. And they're all saying, like, why can't we stay home and collect unemployment? Because we have nowhere to send our kids. Mm -hmm. so yeah, the childcare part is huge. 
Right. But so then if, if they're told, like, you have to come back to work, otherwise we can't do this loan, it, I don't know. It just, there's a lot of factors in there and maybe... Can they work from home at all? Like if they're finding random stuff to do? I don't know. Like that's just something they're going to have to work out. I'm just like so happy I'm over that whole like young kid worrying about babysitting and shit. Yeah. But I I mean, it just seems crazy because how many businesses out there did get this loan and have employees that have kids that have nowhere to go, you know? Yeah. I think my office, we're still all working from home anyway, so... You know, it's the smartest thing. If it's working and everybody's able to to work from home and be productive and get shit done, like, I don't see why you should even think of returning back to the office. Like, why any of these companies would say, let's throw everybody in a Corona pod at the office and see who comes out sick, you know? Yeah. Uh, And I honestly think that going forward, they might be closing some of these offices. Like AT&T used to have huge, big corporate offices and they closed a lot of them because their employees were able to work from home. So why pay rent, you know what I mean, on a big office if people don't need to be there? Get that overhead down. But I just think, I don't know, I don't think I could work from home forever. Like I'm ready to go back to the office. Well, but maybe they stagger. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, that's today you're going to have these 10 people in the office and you all stay, you know, 30 feet away from each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's possible that, or even like uh, office sharing, like maybe the company just has a couple small offices here and there and, you know, you go in there once or twice a week, something. There's got to be an easier way and a way for the companies to save money rather than having these big offices. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was going to go in on Wednesday because we have this big meeting and we were going to do it, you know, like over Zoom. But I was like, yeah. oh, I just feel better being at like the office and doing it. Yeah. And then some of the clients want to come in and there's like four of them. And then like my two bosses are going to go in. So that's already six people. So it's like, nah, maybe I'll just do it from home. <laughs> I don't yeah. need to be in there with all of them. You've done such a good job at like, I know. socially isolating. So it's kind of like our socially distancing, whatever. I mean, you've isolated. You haven't just distanced. Uh, we shall not name names. But what the fuck? You had a cocktail party on Saturday. Come on, dude. I saw that. With little Miss Tits a lot. Like, you don't even look at her face. She just, you're going to a friend's place for a fucking drink and you got to wear your dominatrix outfit. The fuck is wrong with that girl? I was surprised he did that. that I he was had a- there when I, the mom and me, I was going to be like, motherfucker, are you crazy? You're going to be in the hospital in two weeks. Like, I, yeah. I didn't say anything. Somebody was like, I'm a germaphobe. This makes me nervous to see you having like a party at your house. Yeah. Granted, there was only three people or four people, but still, like, I wouldn't even let my uncle come over. I'm like, motherfucker, it- I'm going to put some masks in a bag in the mailbox for you. Like, don't come It over. just seems like we've done it for so long. Like, what's another couple of weeks like let's just keep you know going. i agree and it's like a non-saturday or sunday was the highest number of cases and i'm like imagine yeah. what it's gonna be in two weeks imagine. but i also wonder if that's because they got more tests like i hope that that's more what it is than you know that people wandling out yeah yeah I that's what know. i'm hoping 
tomorrow i think our antibody tests are supposed to come in so hmm. i don't know i mean it's not like i want to be like have i guess i do i want to have antibodies like i think i might have had it a while like in december i i was sick so i don't know i'm just hoping i have antibodies then i can sleep a little bit better at night yeah you know every time i go to work i'm like okay so these people they say they don't have any symptoms but what if they got them tomorrow what if they get them the next day you know there's no way of knowing oh, so paranoid i need a drink <laughs> start drinking i'm going to um so i don't know what rock i've been buried under stuff maybe this wasn't news to you but it's news to me um Peanut Tillman is now an actual FBI agent. Did you know? Yes, that? I did. Well, I think I follow him on Instagram. So. Oh yeah, I mean, this was news from February of 2019, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, Peanut, you're gonna be the the FBI. Can you can you imagine like he's dealing with terrorists and they're like, what's up, Peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. I did too. I did too. And you know, kudos to him, man, for you know what? One dream ended and he started another one, you know. Yeah, it's the thing. Those guys retire so young, you know, you could have two careers easily. Absolutely. Um, what did you think of the uh the last dance last night? I really liked the first episode. And now I'm trying to remember. Was that the one where they got into like his gambling and stuff? I think that was more the second one. I don't okay. like all that. And I remember even being like then, like, oh, shut up. Like, leave him alone. Well, I don't think, I mean, and maybe I just have a sucky brain, but I don't, I don't recall ever hearing the rumors that the reason why Michael Jordan's dad died was basically... They never proved it, but they were, yeah, was like, was like, it was a big controversy that he was like killed for Michael Jordan's gambling debt. Yeah. I remember the rumor. I don't think I ever like believed it. And I don't think yeah. there was ever any like evidence of that, but right. you know, people want to say stuff. It. Right. Yeah. Right. I just was like, what? I don't remember that. But I want to say like the second half. Of, like, the whole Bulls thing. You know, I had kids in 95 and 97. So I kind of wasn't, you know what I mean, as focused as I was earlier on. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. I like hearing, especially all those, like, homemade videos where, when Michael was golfing and he kind of sucked. And he's like, what the fuck? You know, like. I'm definitely oh. loving it. It's giving me mm -hmm. something to look forward to on. Sunday, Sunday you know? yeah yeah for sure it was like two o'clock I'm like what time did the bulls come on again and my son's like eight o'clock <laughs> like, okay I'll be ready <laughs> plenty of time so do you like being scared stuff no I used to <laughs> <laughs> like I don't really like scary movies anymore um yeah no <laughs> really like haunted houses but I no. like like thrillers like I like like murder stuff if it's real okay. and that will kind of freak me out like when I'm because I live alone um but I still like it but I don't want to like go see these horror movies and stuff well so then you've never seen The Conjuring no no okay so The Conjuring was a movie and it was based on the true story of the Perone family 
And they moved into a house in Harrisville, Rhode Island, and they started experiencing paranormal activity. Is it like Amityville? Uh, similar. I, I mean, Amityville, too, was kind of scary. Um, and now they lived in that house for 10 years. So obviously it couldn't have been too fucking bad. You lived there for 10 years. Oof. And then another family moved in the house and they swear that scary stuff still goes on in the house. Um, like they've experienced footsteps, knocks, lights flashing in the room, um, that don't have any lights in there. So, um, yeah. So the conjuring house they're going to set up all sorts of cameras in there and you can watch it 24 seven. If you want, it's on the dark zone network. That would be kind of cool that I might like, like to do. Yeah. It's a 24 seven live stream of the real life conjuring house. Uh, it's from May 9th to May 16th and it's a 24 seven interactive live streaming event that documents the lives of the Heinzens that live in the house right now. And so they're going to have multiple cameras and they're going to be doing seances, Ouija board sessions, and then have some people come from the paranormal community to pop in remotely and share their experiences from, inside, from like the house. Yeah. I mean, the, all of that I don't want, but <laughs> I'll check in on it. And so it's um if you only want to watch for 24 hours it's 4.99 but then 19.99 will get you full access for the entire week and they're donating a portion of the proceeds to covid related charities. Okay. So you could do a free live preview on May 8th if you want at 7 p.m. central on hmm. the Dark Zone network. I thought that was kind of interesting. That is. Kind of- Okay, so I don't know what night it was, but my oldest son, the one that had the haunted room, he and I both, like, we didn't eat anything crazy before we went to bed, nothing. Neither one of us could sleep. We had insomnia until, like, 5 a.m. It was ridiculous. And at one point, I, (laughs) so weird, but, like, I have a mirror, I have a bunch of mirrors in my room, but I have a mirror in front of my bed. And I remember waking up and like something was talking to me like these are all the ancestors and I'm like just staring at the mirror because there was like a green light and then I think I finally like closed my eyes and and went back to sleep but I was like what the fuck how did both of us have these issues and then yesterday he tells me I keep seeing like this pink orb outside my bedroom door. And I'm like, shit, we're going to have to call the Ghostbusters again. Like, how do Yeah, your ghost is back. But what am I doing? Am I bringing them home again? Or, like, I do, we open the windows a lot? Are they coming through the forest? Like, how are these fuckers <laughs> getting in the house, these motherfuckers? I'm telling you. This is a job for Mulder and Scully. Are you sure you want to watch that stuff? You Like, they come to you. I don't know if you want to be involved I in that house. I try not to, um, I, I try not to go to like the cemeteries. I don't even really go to funerals or anything just because I, you know, I don't want to be bringing nobody home. Yeah. I got a, I got a theme song. I forgot to load. I'm sorry. Gotta load what do you it. have? I have a song. I have a song that I wanted to load. Hmm. I guess as long as I can do this on the fly, we can have as many drops as we want. All right, are you ready for this one? I am ready. 
Pentagon officially publishing UFO videos? Yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I follow that George Sukalicious. I know that's really not his last name. It's like Sukalaliolaliol, something Greek. But I just call him Sukalicious because he's, he used to be cute. Now he just looks crazy because he has that crazy hair and he's like, him and Donald Trump must go tanning together. I don't think I know who that is. The ancient aliens guy. Come oh, on. yes, yes, yes. I'm like, he's the biggest meme guy ever. Like, yes. Everybody has a meme with this ancient aliens guy. He, I follow him on Facebook and he was like going crazy. He's like, people are acknowledging like, what a great response. What a big response. And then people were actually posting like, I, I don't think anybody talked about this. And he's like, <laughs> oh no, people did talk about it. And there were more people saying like, no, it wasn't big news. It was all over Twitter. Was it? Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe there's more ancient alien fans on Twitter than there are on Facebook. I think Facebook are all the political people. I'm telling you, girl, I don't think I, I hate have Facebook. any friends. I don't think I'm going to have any friends or anybody I follow at the end of all this because anybody who posts something political or something stupid like, more people die of the flu, I'm like, you're gone. I'll just <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Tom DeLong, you know who he is, right? He was in Blink-182. Yes. So he, like, quit the band, and he devoted more time to studying UFOs, and it was these UFO videos that he had posted, like, in 2017, that the Pentagon now admits that, yes, they are UFOs. Which just means, like, they're unidentified flying objects. It's not like they're saying, yeah, we got a bunch of aliens in, you know, Area 51. The pictures sucked, though. It was like, you can't get better pictures. Yeah, they really, but I, they really weren't that exciting. No. I mean, I get it. We all know, though, that there are aliens. Come on. You know, the government's yeah. been covering that, covering that shit up for a hundred years. Maybe know? I'm we one. Know. Well, for all we know, this coronavirus could probably be like an alien bug. We don't know mm-hmm. that shit. I know. I always say, I'm like, when is the mothership coming back to get me? Like, <laughs> I don't like it here. <laughs> My cousin claims that she was abducted one time. <laughs> like, she has this whole thing about being abducted. Really? And okay. I just look at her sideways like, okay, moving on. <laughs> no, I always joke around. I'm like, when's the mothership coming to get me? Um, <laughs> But I don't know UFOs. I believe in them. Why the fuck? Yeah, for sure. We cannot be the only living creatures out in this fucking universe. Like, there's multi universes out there. There's got to be some. I honestly think that there's an alternate universe. That's what I like thinking. Yeah, I like Like that version. Every time I have deja vu, I'm like, oh, what did I just do in the alternate universe? Yeah. It again. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's creepy when you get that deja vu, too, because then I'm like, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? You know? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Aliens exist. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Steph, you posted about these fucking bugs that were- Oh, my God. I was 
terrified. They're creepy. And everybody's mm. talking about them. I think I watched I don't somebody's press conference about coronavirus and they actually said, I think it was Pritzker. She was like, What do you think about these uh whatever? Murder Murder hornets. hornets. Like that just sounds so terrible, those two words together. Yeah, he's like, uh, I kinda heard about them, but like what does this have to do with my press conference? Yeah. <laughs> um, murder hornets, they they have like teardrop eyes like Spider-Man, orange and black stripes that extend down its body like a tiger. Come on, dude. You cannot tell me we're not living in, like, a video game right now. Because somebody's like, all right, I like Spider-Man. I like Tiger King. Yeah, let's make this cool bug. Like, they're high as fuck. Playing Did this you video. see the late breaking news? No. Who's going to play him? Who, Tiger King? No. Yeah. Nicolas Ooh. Cage, who I can't stand. <laughs> two, two Rogers don't make a ride. They're doing like a TV series. The I I know the um that voice was a pretty good impression. I I'm my kids love cars. So it's interesting because I like to think that I taught them everything they know about music cuz they know a lot about music, but I'm going to say in reality they probably learned all these songs from Grand Theft Auto. Um <laughs> But they've, they always have loved cars, and I like cars. I like action movies that, oh my gosh, what is it called now with Eleanor? So that all the cars, Nicolas Cage has got to steal all, gone in 60 seconds. Like that movie's been around so long because my, I remember my youngest son, he would just say, gone 60 second. I'm like, yeah, we'll put that on. Like he didn't say 60, he said 60, 60 second. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But like they'd be watching it in the car while we were going on a long road trip or whatever, and I could just hear Nicolas Cage with every phrase that he'd say, Sphinx, Sphinx, can you hear me? Like, yeah, I never saw time. that. No, but yeah, no. He, he goes into like a car dealership and the guy's like, hey, my name's Roger. And then Nicolas Cage, you're like, oh, my name's Roger too. Two Rogers don't make a ride. <laughs> I don't know why. Anytime I meet somebody named Roger, I say that to him. Well, he'll be Joe Exotic. Oh my god, that's gonna be a trip. Who's playing Carol? I oh, only saw that. Name? I don't know. Wasn't what's her face the the girl that does the Great Alien with Ryan Gosling? Oh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were poking around. She seems too young though to play her. She plays everybody really well, though. When she plays that one... Who does she, who does she play that one politician guy? A guy? Yeah, that old guy. He's one of Trump's buddies. Oh, yes. <laughs> With those ears. And the, yeah. yeah. I want to say, like, Ross Perot, but it just kind of looked like him, and it wasn't yeah, Ross Perot. I forget. <laughs> We're both like, Meh. we don't remember shit if we don't remember. It's Monday. Oh yes, Monday. Um, so yeah, those little bugs are gonna like I, who little bugs. They're huge too. They are huge. Well, let's say that, that their stinger is long and powerful enough to puncture beekeeping suits. And they say like when that you get stung, it feels like a hot steel needle poking you. <laughs> well, good thing it's just Washington right now, which is pretty far away from us, but it's still just terrifying. Well, yeah, and hopefully people don't fly. You know damn well it was somebody that went to Japan and was like, look at these pretty flowers. I'm going to bring them home. 
And of course, they don't declare them at customs, and they sneak them through, and then they snuck these fucking bugs through. Like, <sighs> but they say in Japan that fifty people die every year from these bugs. That's why they're called murder, murder hornets. Crazy, crazy. Twenty twenty can just go fuck itself. Exactly. Like that's why I keep saying like nothing can surprise me. Like what's gonna what's gonna happen tomorrow? You know, all of a sudden, yeah. I'm gonna talk to you and you're gonna be like, it's about fucking time. <laughs> Like, shit, go cook dinner, bro. <laughs> Weird um, thumbs. <laughs> so I've got another song for this next uh, in our Corona Corner. Well, okay, so we've got Corona Corner, so we'll go with Cardi. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real! It's getting real! Woo! <laughs> I did that at work today, my coworker. I don't know what we were talking about. I'm like, Coronavirus! And she just starts laughing, and I'm like, thank God there aren't any patients there to hear us being stupid. <laughs> coronavirus! I'm like, shit's getting real! <laughs> um, so we have this song by uh, Lucky Dog. Cute little turd floating in the toilet. Cute little turd going around and around. Little turd floating in the toilet. Cute little turd will not flush down. So, I'm telling you, the key to Corona is poo. So, this is really what's pooping instead of what's <laughs> popping. <laughs> what's pooping? Let's hear it. You know, I like poop. So, I have a cousin, my cousin Joey, who lives in, uh, I guess, LA. I don't know. It's a big area. He uh, he posted this and it cracked me up, but I mean, it really makes sense. So it says every day, millions of Americans could be flushing critical coronavirus data down the toilet. With the nation growing ever more weary of sweeping stay-at-home orders and a worsening economy, some scientists say our poop could be the key to determining when a community might consider easing health restrictions. So from Stanford to the University of Arizona, from Australia to Paris, teams of researchers have been ramping up wastewater analysis to track the spread of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. Initial studies show that sewage monitoring or wastewater-based epidemiology could not only tell us how much the virus might actually be spreading in a community, but also when the virus has finally gone away. So they're having all these issues with testing shortages, false negatives, people that are infected with no symptoms. Um, the sewage data could potentially help fill those gaps um, by, you know, capturing this information. I didn't know that they checked the sewage. Listen to this. This is going to blow your mind then, Steph. Uh, the amount of virus <laughs> detected. In... That was my son yesterday. He farted so loud. I was like, your ass must hurt after that one. He was laughing so hard. Um, the amount of virus detected in the sewage can, in essence, mirror the timing and scale of an outbreak in ways that more delayed and more expensive in-person testing cannot, experts say. So as cities start loosening stay-at-home orders in the coming weeks and months, some say monitoring sewage could also provide early warnings that the virus suddenly makes a comeback. Um, Americans might find this idea gross, but wastewater early warning systems have helped catch norovirus, 
hepatitis A and other diseases around the world for decades. I did not know this. I had no idea. Wow. In Israel in 2013, a polio epidemic was detected in the sewage before any clinics had reported cases. This heads up gave the government enough time to launch a vaccination campaign and contain the virus. Not a single case of paralysis was ultimately reported. So the monitoring program set up in 1989 by the Israeli Health Department had previously detected at least four other silent episodes of polio virus before clinical cases were reported. Hmm. Um, and they also do this in um, India. In Mumbai, they were also able to detect polio virus in sewage three months before any cases were observed. And they also do this in Australia, not so much to monitor uh, viruses, but Australia does this to um, monitor illicit drug use. So they cocaine, methamphetamine, and other substances that would be difficult to test and track. It's smart, but I just, I guess I never even thought about it. Yeah, well, who knew you? Cute your little turd floating turd. in the toilet. Cute little turd. Who knew your cute little turd would tell people all these things? The song makes me want to dance, but then like you listen to the words and you're like, what? It's Lucky Doug Fergus. He sent it to us a long time ago. I don't think we've ever played the whole song. We just, we just use it for background. Poop and talk. Poop talk. Right. Well, now, I, I love pugs. I had a pug. His name was Pugsley, Puggy, Kelly Clarkson. He was such a good dog. And he was gigantic. Um, I know the kids were mean and they called him Kelly Clarkson and that wasn't very nice um but now I, a puggy was diagnosed with um coronavirus with covid oh did you not hear about this no yeah so okay not only are the tigers and the cats and the you know whatever so they can catch it pugs can get it too and they're saying that um this little guy winston he's a two-year-old pug from chapel hill north carolina he was the first U.S. dog to test positive for the virus. And they're saying that pugs might be more susceptible to the illness because of his breed. Because pugs have weaker lungs due to their short and squished up looking noses. So, um, they, they babies. Have, yeah, I know. So they're so cute. We want to get another pug. Either a pug or a Rottweiler. I'm staying with the St. Bernard right now, and she's so good. Oh, really? Aww. Give that St. Bernard a hug from me. I miss dogs. They're good to hug. I picked up my masks from Roxy, you know, the other day, and her daughter came out to walk their cute little dog, Ruby, and I was like, aww, but she's like, no, 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 no petting Ruby. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, Whatever. Um, but thanks Roxy for the mask and she get, she's like gonna help me start trying to lose some of my uh, quarantine weight and oh. so she gave me all these like healthy snacks like a beef stick and some nut butter and she makes this homemade cornbread but it's flaxseed I don't think there's any corn in it hmm. um, but yeah so she she had a whole goodie bag I really just wanted a pet to go uh, so yeah so Watch your pugs if they start. Uh, they say like runny nose and they cough too, just like humans would. Hmm. Uh, I got another reason to use my sexy song. Yeah. 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 
get the stripper pole out stuff. Are you ready? I'm ready. So in Oregon, like how sexy is Oregon? Not. Um, in Oregon, the Lucky Devil Lounge is turning their takeout business into a burlesque experience. So people can go get food from the Lucky Devil Lounge and then they put, and it's called Food to Go-Go and Boober <laughs> Eats. Get it? Boober Eats. Um, okay, I'm with it so far. Boober's Delivery. Uh, so they have like, they have a, a stripper pole outside. So people can check out the dancers on the stripper pole when they go to pick up. Or if they want Boober's Delivery, the food is delivered to you by strippers wearing nipple pasties. Well, they always say strip clubs have like the best food, so. I don't think I ate when I went to that one. What was it called? I have a t-shirt from there, too. What was that one called? It was in like I'm... Chicago Ridge. It was Polk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. They kept their pants on, so you really just, it was like titty cats. You didn't really see anything else. Not that I Well, they were on the pole, right? They were on the pole, but they're all wearing, like, bikini bottoms or underpants. So you didn't see any kitties, is what you're... No, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I can admire boobs and butts. I'm really, I don't know. My vagina's the prettiest. I don't need to look at nobody else's. Uh, so well, yeah. can I piggyback off your sexy stuff? Yes, please. Because, you know, we're excited about Christopher Maloney coming to, you know, a spinoff Ooh. of Law & Order. He's yes. going to be in the SVU season premiere. Oh, oh we're going to have to set our, our clocks. What our am clocks. I going to do? <laughs> and I feel like since they're already saying it, they probably just already filmed it, right? Because how could they be to. announcing it? Right, and they they can't really film anything right now unless everybody's wearing masks. I'm telling you, it fucks me up when I watch TV now because I'm like, they're too close. They're too look at all those people. Like, what are they thinking? No one has a mask on, right? And I'm like, oh, they're gonna get in trouble. There's too many. Yeah, I I, it's ruined me to watch TV. Well, we definitely have something to look forward to. uh, Season premiere of. SVU is going to be Stabler back. Wow, I can play pony again if you want to hear. I just wanted to piggyback off the pony with that. Oh, we don't have to say ride it, my pony. We can say ride it, Maloney. (laughs) We'll ride your baloney. It's that new song like that girl wrote for what's his name from uh, you just played it, X-Files. Remember that oh. girl wrote a song for the... Oh, David Duchovny. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you love me? I think I have it on one of my iPods, actually, and I sing along with it every time it comes Well, up. now you can do your own version for Christopher Maloney. David Duchovny. Why won't you love me? Uh, well, as long as we're talking sex, let's do our uh, position of the day. Wait, I got to pray it again. I'm very, I'm dumbfounded by today's. Oh, really? Does it involve a rocking chair or a swing? It's called Missionary Impossible. Oh, and it looks like it's a bed and a a bed and an ottoman. It's very weird. 
A bed. Okay, so I have a bed and an ottoman. So if you put like your your top half on the ottoman, but your legs were on the bed, okay. Oh, then then he just pops in between my legs and does. No, he goes over you and he's facing your feet. It's very weird. Mm. I don't get the point. He's gotta have a curvy dick. Then you see his whole butthole too. Uh oh, I got a song for that. Synchronicity, I'm telling you. I like tomorrow's better. So May 5th is gum inspection. And it's basically just like missionary, but her head is under a chair. So clearly she's just looking for gum. Oh, and here I'm thinking like, is he probing her mouth like with his dick? Like, I think you need a fluoride treatment, bitch. No, but that would work as well. It's just a chair. Now, do you ever see like... I mean, it happens with men, too. But you ever see, like, a woman smile, and it's like she's got more gums showing than teeth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a meme on, on Facebook the other day, and it's like, it just showed a smile where it was, like, all gums and a little bit of teeth. And it's like, these bitches always got boyfriends. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> I'm sorry. They, like, you know, I mean, I guess it's a gummy They're mouth. Gum- <laughs> Gum inspection. <laughs> Smooth feeling. I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Well, as usual, you will be posting the sexy pics. Yes. And uh, all right. So let's go to some Andy. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Woo! Thanks, Stella Sonic, Estelle Chamberlain of the Strays in the UK. Um, she's always got stuff going on, guys. So if you like their music, you like her voice, like go find her on all boards across social media. Like she's there. She's got it. All right, let me find. Okay, so you sound like one. you have a ton of papers there. Oh my god, I have a clipboard, I have a binder, I have like 30 pieces of paper. Yeah, there's a lot of shuffling. Girl, I'm prepared. Alright, I'll play my little song again. And then I shut it off when everybody like starts jumping. Um... So last night before I went to bed, I watched uh, the Beastie Boys story on Apple TV. Didn't even hmm. know I had that, but I do. <laughs> um, I have like every channel. I'm like, the kids are like, why are you always just watching Law and Order? And I'm like, well, what else? They're like, go on those, like, go on these channels. I'm like, okay, I got Showtime, HBO. I didn't even know I had all these. Um, so the Beastie Boys story on Apple TV. And again, it's the anniversary of Adam passing. Um, but it, if you have Apple TV, please watch it. It is phenomenal. It's um, the remaining members of BC Boys. They're up on the stage and they have like basically like this is where we started and this is where we are now. And they go through the whole history and they have pictures and clips and home movies. And, you know, they're ripping on each other and they're just it's it's full of emotion it's just so good like if you're a beastie boys fan it's a must like you a must is it a series that they're doing on apple tv like about different people or is it just i don't think so this is just the beastie boys story it's like almost two hours long i want to say 
and um spike jones uh yeah he he was the one like i guess he's up like in the booth when they're on stage and it's in front of a, a an audience so it was like something like the Pee Wee herman thing you know where you can buy tickets and Pee Wee talks you through his big adventure or whatever the fuck so this is like similar but they were so young when they got started and i didn't know that they had a girl at the beginning like in it and she was a drummer and then she ended up she was the drummer for luscious jackson oh okay yeah and then so when i heard that i'm like makes sense i'm like because then i saw beastie boys with luscious jackson at Lollapalooza in like 1992 or 93 when it used to go from city to city it wasn't just in chicago so i was like oh yeah but fun interesting fact my very first concert um that i remember that i was excited to go to was madonna at the uic pavilion in chicago on may 18th 1985 and her opening act was the beastie boys in 1985 wow right isn't that crazy so my kids were like you're so lucky you got to see them twice were they cool and i'm like honestly i think i was just there for madonna i really don't remember But ha- now, you know, now I realize Beastie Boys were way cooler than Madonna, but whatever. Yeah, it's crazy they opened for her. Right. Well, I guess I, I, I want to say like the rumor has it like that she saw them at the Danceteria in New, in New York because that's where they're from. And they wanted somebody else and they couldn't. Get, if you watch the if you watch this Beastie Boys story, they kind of tell it. And I'm like, oh, because I don't even think they had an album out yet. She just brought them on tour. And so it was kind of funny because they're like, we were just yelling all angry at all these little 12-year-old girls. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so number two, what what's inside your butthole? What? What? <laughs> She's what's coming. A- I wonder what's inside your butthole. <laughs> I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts. Maybe there's aliens. Oh. I love it. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. She's a rock star. Dude, she, an eight-year-old little girl, Jolie Dunn, like her parents wanted her to go to bed. And she's like, wait, I got a song. And she has her <laughs> little guitar, eight years old. And then she's singing. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there is astronauts. Maybe there is aliens all inside your butthole. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love that kid. And now, if you go online, like if you Google it, You'll see all these people have remixes of it now. <laughs> What's in such a butthole? Yeah, cute. Uh, so that's number two on my list because we, you know, it's a quarantine smash, man. Uh, number three, treasure hunting in my own fucking yard. So I, like yesterday, I went to sit outside on the deck and I see this big, beautiful, like cut geode crystal thing. And I'm like, somebody putting a spell on me? Like, why is this in the very corner of the deck? And I'm like, this wasn't here the other day when I washed windows and stuff. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? So then I asked my son, Dave, who does all the yard work and stuff. I'm like, where did this come from? He's like, dude, I thought it was a rock. I picked it up. I was going to throw it in the water. And then I looked at it and was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It is beautiful. It looks like chalcedony with maybe some selenite or some... uh, 
clear quartz in the middle of it. But the thing is, is it's cut perfectly on three sides of it. How did you get like, out there? I, You know, I really don't know. The only thing I'm thinking is maybe when they were building or doing something like cutting in the ground that, you know, that's how they got these perfect cuts through this rock. And I found a similar rock a couple years ago, but it wasn't cut. I could just tell it was a geode and it was already kind of like uh, shining through the other side. So I picked it up and I threw it in like one of my planners in the house. But I was just like, holy shit, I'll post it on our staff's site. But I, I was just like, holy cow, this is beautiful. I'm sure it's probably worth a good buck. And where it came from, I have no idea. It was just in the yard. Yeah, I started digging over there. Well, I do because I told you all these little channels over here, they've found freaking bones, dinosaur bones and shit over here. What was that? Mm. The mastodon bones? Remember I told you about that? It was found in these Yeah, they dredge these little channels and they find these damn ass dinosaurs. I told my kids, I'm like, you guys aren't working. Get out there and start fucking digging, man. We got enough <laughs> shovels. <laughs> Get out there. Get to work. Get to work, bitches. Um, oh, wait, I gotta go back. I didn't, I don't have everything. I'm like going between my papers and my phones. So number four on my list. Hello, freebies. I got some more freebies. Although I think the Macy's person. So these were perfume samples from Macy's. I think that they're like bored in quarantine too. And so now they're starting to be a theme with these samples. So I got two. I probably got more, but I only like two of these perfume samples. And one of them was Toy Boy by Moschino. And the other one is called Her Blossom from Burberry. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's a theme here. Toy Boy. I need samples because I, I keep needing new perfume, but then I'm like, I need to, you know, I don't know how any of these things smell. And getting this- stuck with a perfume that gives me a headache is like the worst. It is the worst. That's I, I love getting the samples because then I know what I like, especially yeah. when you put it on. What if the top note fades and the mid note fades and you hate the bottom note? Right. Which I've had a few. Like, I've bought bottles of perfume in the past. and that, Like, I would love the initial scent, and then I'd be like, fuck this. It smells like garbage at the end. So, um, the Toy Boy, I don't like the top note of it, but the middle and the bottom, love. And it's a man's cologne I guess but it really could be like unisex it's kind of it's honestly it's sexy like it turned me on I kept going what smells so good and I'm like oh it's me (laughs) (laughs) so um and then the Burberry Her Blossom I really love that one too so if anybody's looking for new perfumes or you're like I'm gonna go try some samples um do it and then number five on my list just so happens to be our song this week um I just got mail I ordered this album Friday night and I got it in the mail today. So shout out to our faves, Sunshine Boys. I can't say faves because then that means we're biased, which we're not. But our local faves. How's that? Sunshine Boys. Yeah. um, They have their new album was just released. I want to say on Friday. It's called Work and Love. I was lucky enough to hear a lot of their songs at their last live show that I went to with Superfan Marilyn. Um, and I love it even better than their first one, Blue Music. So, uh, this song is called Summertime Kid.
total awesome song and i've seen it performed live summertime kids um that is off of the i almost said beastie boys sunshine boys <laughs> different boys uh sunshine boys new album work and love uh you can actually follow them on instagram uh oh maybe not instagram i think instagram but for sure i follow them on facebook and if you go on facebook you can actually join the fan club i'm in the fan club um and you can order their their new album there it's a trio so it's dog jackie and frida and i don't think a lot of people realize that the three of them are like veteran recording and touring artists they're based in chicago but they all three of them have been part of like some pretty big bands so frida was in the blake babies antenna and the mysteries of life dog was in the slugs and uh poi dog pondering and then jackie in big hello and justin roberts so we're talking some big talent quite the trio there hell yeah so and sorry go ahead (laughs) no that's okay i was just gonna say look up sunshine boys give them a listen that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES. That's pretty good. At checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweaked kind of did that like an old timey right Yeah, you got all the notes today. Okay, I don't have my light on. So, what else do we have cooking? Uh, we've got some. I follow this dude, Bob Zach, on Facebook, and he's like the rock and roll headline dude. So, I thought that this would be like kind of cool. There's a lot of people out there that are Fleetwood Mac fans. Um, Stevie Nicks is working on a script for a book, and it's going to be a movie too called Rhiannon. I'm into that. Yeah, I like that song. Um, and then, obviously, we all know Rage Against the Machine, which it was Rage Against Ticketmaster. Get it? R-A-T-M. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, there was a big mess with tickets. Uh, they've postponed their tour. I hate Ticketmaster. I do, too. You know, I bought my Riot, I buy my Riot Fest tickets, like, over, I don't even know, like, November. I bought them in November of 2019, and Riot Fest doesn't happen until September of 2020. <laughs> I really don't have they said anything about this year you know what they've been pushing all sorts of concert a concert contests lord have mercy contests for people to like win tickets and i'm like you know i think it's too soon for them to even be banking on having a lineup or anything be giving away tickets Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna have to check and see i have a feeling that either the tickets come from eventbrite or not Ticketmaster for riot fest and i'd be even cool if they held on to my money and just gave me tickets for 2021 like you know i'd be cool with that so as long you know because i got in on the early bird like 99 bucks a ticket for three days of fucking rock and roll like we're fine with that uh do you want to hear some financial news before i can't see sure do you need to turn a light on maybe Thank you. 
can't sing that song very good. I can dance to it really good, though. I can't sing any song very good, so. So, uh, Dan, Dan, you did pretty good. You had a song on the other day on Facebook. What were you singing? My horrible song on Instagram. (laughs) What was that? It was Alicia Keys. Yeah. Ellie was not having it. (laughs) I thought it was so cute. I know. (laughs) You're, you got you got the moves like Jagger, girl. Yeah, you did all right. So uh, Dan Dan, the super fan, financial man, and his Dalahala, but he titled it Economic and Investment Analysis. No, we want Dalahala. Again, we have anal and analysis. Like, what's inside <laughs> your butthole? Um, so Dan says the economic data released near the end of April continued to reflect the magnitude of the economic destruction. That has been done since the coronavirus pandemic began only four months ago. I feel like it's been forever. Four Um, years. Right? Consumer spending was down 7.5% in March. Adding to the bad news, pending home sales in March dropped 20.8%. Of course, nobody even wants to go into houses with corona people in it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Six-week initial jobless claims now exceed $30 So Dan always finds like the good side of things. He says one silver lining in that data is that the week over week new claims level is decreasing from the previous week. Correspondingly, the household savings rate jumped 13.1%, the highest level since 1981. And that's when the U.S. was in the middle of a double dip recession. I don't really remember that, but I was nine years old, so... All I cared about was my lip smackers and my roller skates. (laughs) Um, So for its part, the S&P 500 index had its best month since 1987, gaining 12.7%. We will continue to unpack the idea that the economy and equity markets are heading in opposite directions. Uh, The April equity market performance is generally being scored as a relief rally. Reality return on Friday, May 1st. Uh, starting what might have become known as Meltdown May. Oh, no. Stocks on May Day sold off sharply as doubts began to increase as to the speed of the global economic restart. Um, companies are continuing to withdraw earnings forecasts for the next 6 to 12 months. Apple became the latest of the world's largest companies to do so. This, no doubt, will be a strong headwind for the stock markets over the next few months. Elon Musk is having his own meltdown May. On Friday, he felt his net worth was too high. Like, this guy's a dumbass. He felt his net worth was too high and used his Twitter feed to question why the stock price of his company, Tesla, was so high. With that tweet, he successfully erased $3 billion of the value of his holdings in his own company. One has to admire his ability to do things in a really big way. Hey, Elon Musk, I'm just wondering what's inside your butthole. I mean, he's truly not smart. He is just he was just rich, you know. Yeah. Like he's not fucking genius. And he's who's he's with that one actress or singer girl. She's a singer, she's, yeah, a weirdo. A baby, what was her name? It's a weird name. Something Grimes. Yeah, just grinds. She just goes back. Oh, I think, yeah. Dude, I just see a dirty old coffee ground pussy when I think of grinds. Nasty. <laughs> you know, I was um, thinking last night, I was like watching that Bulls thing, and I remember being always feeling like Tony Kukoc looked like he smelled. 
Yeah. That's just a little side note. Well, what was I watching? <laughs> Crow is so fucking sweaty. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, yeah. Howl for fuck's sake. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot tonight. That's okay. So anyway, Dan still continues on. Dan's got more. Uh, he said the Fed response following the April meeting of the Federal Reserve Board, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell commented that the Fed, Ike said Powell, kind of like Andrew Cuomo. Uh, by the way, folks, if you listen to Andrew Cuomo and then listen to Christopher Walken, they kind of sound like they're related. Uh, <laughs> Uh, commented that the Fed will hold interest rates as close to zero as possible until the U.S. economy returns to full employment <clears throat> and exhibits some price inflation. Uh, we had reached an unemployment rate of 3.5% before the pandemic. Historically, econ- uh, economists sorry, economists have used 5% as the level of full employment. Uh, there's a moral hazard concept that has always existed but gained widespread attention with the too big to fail banks of the financial crisis moral hazard sounds like somebody's not using a condom Um, moral hazard is a reference to a behavior such as excessive speculation down by large banks during the 2007-8 financial crisis where a government bailout saves a bank from itself despite unacceptable risk taking Another moral hazard is beginning to emerge. The Fed is now buying everything from municipal bonds to below investment grade bonds. The Fed has been rumored to be even considering direct lending to Main Street. Everyone is being bailed out, another type of muscle memory. Once we collectively get addicted to this type of bailout, it may become a future expectation. So Steph, what's next? The unemployment rate for April will be announced on Friday. The unemployment rate could exceed 15% and may only worsen before we get some sort of recovery. And so then, of course, Dan has positive notes. He said Kellogg's Eggo waffle sales increased 45% in March. Uh, This followed Wesley's announcement that Hot Pockets, (laughs) what's that in your pants? Hot Pocket. Sales have increased significantly. So haute cuisine in the stay-at-home economy is toasted waffles for breakfast and microwavable sandwiches for dinner. Bon appetit, as always. Stay calm and invest on. Take it easy. Dan. Thanks, Dan. I bet you Dan doesn't really cook, so I guarantee you he's got Eggo waffles. I bought frozen waffles for the first time in a long time when all this was... Yeah. They're kind of good late at night when you're like, I need a little warm snack, and you put butter and syrup on it. And it's kind of funny when I toast one, it must, like, the scent must waft in the air through the house, because then I get two kids running like, what you cooking? (laughs) Fucking waffles, bitch. Put one in the toaster. So... Uh, what else do we got going on, Steph? We got some sex and dating. Ooh. All right. Let's talk about the dating because you came up with that and it's very interesting. And then while you're talking, I can turn my light on. <laughs> Someone, so it's a, a local Chicago thing. I don't know if they're doing it in other cities, but obviously I saw the Chicago one. And it's a website called Quarantine Bay. B-A-E, and it's matchmaking, and it's free, and I don't know, someone's got some free time, and they're like, set up this website, tell me some info about yourself, and they will matchmake you with someone, 
um, again, for free. And they, you just put in your phone number and your email and we'll see. I think they said they, they tell matches on Sundays. So I just did it today. We'll see next weekend Ooh. if I get any matches. Um, but yeah, Quarantine Bay. Interesting. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I read another an article too about another online dating site, but I feel I feel like I don't qualify for this one. Although I mean I'm creative enough, I probably could. Um it is a dating site. Where the fuck did I put it? It's a dating site that's considered a tender for songwriters. So it's called We Should Write Sometime. Hmm. And it's using swiping technology and geotagging to pair up compatible songwriters. And they're saying they've seen a 61% increase in daily average downloads since this shelter in place went nationwide. I mean, I bet everyone's just like... I would hate to like fake that I'm a songwriter. I mean, I've written poetry. You could do parody songs. I guess I have fun with that, but yeah. So, um, interesting. So all of you songwriters out there, which we do, we have a lot of musicians that listen to us and people that you, I mean, you don't have to be a musician to write songs, but um, it helps. Well, after I saw the quarantine Bay thing, I saw this is like tips to have first dates on FaceTime, which seems really weird. (laughs) Right, but would you do it? Like, I don't even... I FaceTime with my niece and then uh, LB's daughter, Susie. Like, I, those are the only two people I ever FaceTime. I don't... I I think I would do it. Because you know your angles and you know how to hold the camera. I'm afraid I would look like a big swollen bullfrog. Well, I would definitely do it just on my computer because that's how I've been having to do everything. You know, like all my work meetings. Um... But so yeah, I think I would like do a it. Zoom. Can you FaceTime on your computer? Oh yeah, if you have an Apple computer, you can, right? Yeah, we were doing that. We did a power hour Friday night and we did it over FaceTime. And I just use my computer. Oh, maybe I need a new computer. <coughs> but yeah. You ain't got the corona, do you? Corona. I know. I think I just need some water. Um, so yeah, there's tips though. If you decide you're gonna do this, uh, we have some tips on how to make it a successful date. All right, what you got? Um, Do you want so to drink? I think I'm all right right now. Okay. <laughs> it's just not the coronavirus. Um, continue all your pre-date rituals. So they're just saying, like, take your time to get ready, listen to your pre-date playlist, whatever you normally do. Shave your um, Yeah. <laughs> Do a little dance to get the jitters out. Shave um, <laughs> And dress for a first impression. So, um you know, when you're getting ready for a date in person or online, the level of effort to apply should have very little to do with the other person and everything to do with looking like your best self. So Come basically, <clears throat> are you really going to put pants on for that? No, I mean, this has been my life. I've just been wearing like sweatpants and a somewhat up. decent, solid colored shirt. Yeah, just yeah. Up. That's all you got to worry about. But no need to dress like you're pretending to be in a cocktail bar. Just select the type of outfit you'd love to be wearing when you run into a cute new neighbor. Think cozy sweaters, something off the shoulder, anything with rich fabrics, flattering colors, and clean lines. 
Um, yeah. So number three, you can still wear sweatpants. <laughs> the great news about a video chat is that you only have to think above the fold, whether it's a work conference call or a date, cozy pants are allowed as long as they're not in the shot. So go ahead, keep your yoga pants and slippers on, but don't mention it to anyone. If the date's going well and the other person admits to wearing sweats, you can too. I say fuck that though. You can say you're wearing sweats. Dude, wasn't there like a reporter guy that he didn't realize people could see his bottom half and he had no pants on? Did you hear that? Dumbass. Like he had a suit on only the upper half and then the bottom half, he had no pants on and he's on TV. I don't know how he couldn't tell. Like you didn't see yourself. He was just getting off on showing himself, I guess. Probably. And he's like, I need my 15 minutes of fame. Number four is not a contest. If you arrive on camera and your date has put in seemingly no effort and comments that you got so ready, that's out of embarrassment. Brush it off like a fly. This person is a stranger. And for all they know, this is the level of effort you put into walking your dog or getting the mail. The important thing is that you feel your best. Brush it off like a fly. Plus, like, fuck him. Don't comment about, like, what I'm wearing like that, you know? Right. That's when you go, poor connection, click. Right. I was just going to say, anybody that wants to talk shit, I just would be like, "Mm, no thanks. Bye. (laughs) Underthink the first date. For a first date, whether in person or virtual, a good rule of thumb is to treat the conversation like you already know the person and you're just jumping back into something that's an already existing discussion. If the chemistry is there, over planning can sometimes suck that dry. So give yourself permission to see what happens. So, yeah, don't overthink it. Dating, bring a token. If this video chat is a second encounter or beyond, I don't know, though. So, like, what if you do hit it off? Do you really want that many more dates? Yeah, you're just going to be then FaceTime dating for another month? That seems... Okay, but see, for you and I, it's like we're a different generation. Even I'm a way different generation than you are. Nowadays, like the 20-somethings, they're okay with everything on FaceTime. Hmm. Like my kids, like with their buddies, they FaceTime all the time. Or, you know, they call each other a lot, too. And my son will be like, oh, yeah, Devin's taking his shit. That's why he's calling. <laughs> like, so it's a different it's a different generation, like different rules. So, yeah, I think that the 20 something generation would be fine with just having uh, video dates and never. Meet yeah. Some of these kids. Yeah. Well, they're saying so you can be um, a little bit more intentional at how you spend your time if it is a second date or beyond. So you can play a virtual game or offer up a funny YouTube click or TikTok video. Um, yeah, you can bring something totally to the table. I think I would totally fail at that. I'd be like, I've always wondered what's inside your butthole. And then there, <laughs> you play your turd in the bowl, toilet bowl or whatever song. You know, it's funny because this article does mention like intense Q&A, the famous 36 questions to fall in love. Have you ever done that? No, but it also just seems like a lot if you've never met the person. I'm telling you, I think that's how, um, what did I call, was going to call, Bitch Biscuit, that guy I dated that was like dating the three different girls. We had talked about like doing that and I swear he must have done it with the girl he ended up marrying. 
Like really? Yes. Yeah, so he was like so into it. It was like a big deep conversation we had, but we never did the questions. I'm telling you, I'm sure he must have done those questions with the gal he ended So you're up saying with. it works. I think it does. I've heard a couple podcasts about it and I've read about it. I really think that the the information that I've heard it backs it up. Like it supports it. Yeah. Is that something you would do over FaceTime though with someone you've never met? No. Yeah, because like, you gotta like know if you have like a little bit of chemistry. There has to be like kind of a physical pull, you yeah. know? So they Definitely. may look good. But I mean, are you physically pulled to them over you like a video chat? No, not really. Like, what if yeah. they stink? Like, who coach? Like, you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> no. Um, so the next tip is do something with your hands. So I actually really like this one because my therapist last week said something about like, yeah, I see you just started playing with like the pillow. Like she could see what I was like fidgeting with my hands. Yeah. And I think she could tell then my like mood changed a little bit. And I was like, shit, I didn't think about like <laughs> she could see what's going on over here. Um, but yeah, you could be making dinner, just doing something. So you're not just sitting there with like your hands all <laughs> on and display. But yeah. I do that on physical dates. Like if there's a straw and the wrapper to the straw, I'll just keep like winding it around my finger or folding it. Or if I have a ring on, I'll take it on and put it off, you know, take it off and put it back on. I fidget when I'm in those situations. Even when I'm lecturing, I either have to have like a clipboard, a paper clip, a pen, something in my hand to fidget with. Otherwise... It's almost like, I don't know, like it saves me from stage fright. It's so weird. So I'm glad yeah. that you said this. If I ever do this FaceTime date, um, you know, maybe I'll have like a, a straw to stir my drink. Or maybe you'll have your dog by then. I said even just like hanging with your pet on the, the FaceTime. Yeah, I'll be like, look at my Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we have this one down pat just from doing the show every week. So mitigate technical issues. So um, just make sure that, you know, once you receive the link to the chat, be on time or, you know, maybe you want to play a little game, make them sweat, be a little bit late, but set yourself up for success by keeping other media like your phone and TV away and designate a spot for this to take place. Um, so in my bedroom, baby, magic (laughs) isn't happening. (laughs) Someone, I think, no, today's Friday, they must have said on my uh, call with work, like there's a little, a cute little bar area with like a hello sign behind me at my dad's. And they're like, I know that's not your house. Cause that hello sign is up. <laughs> like, shut up. But yeah, my background, I guess is cuter over here, according to them. Well, I had my first zoom call, I think after we recorded last week, and I was like nervous. I'm like, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's the fucking people I see every day for the past decade. Like, oh, it was like, with work. Yeah, it was with work. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I already have this microphone and headphones set up. Like, I'm not gonna be fucking around with my computer trying to get it to work. I'm just gonna be using this setup. So it's like we get on this call, 
And my coworker's like, oh, okay, you're taking this seriously. And I'm like, <laughs> no, like this is what I use. It's already all set up. I'm not going to mess around. But it's kind of funny because everybody else is like in their living rooms or offices. And here I am in my bedroom. So then I said, I'm like, I'm in my bedroom where all the magic happens. And I got everybody laughing. <laughs> but yeah, I had to make sure I'm like, can they see like my dirty underwear on the floor? Like I had to pick up because you don't know like what they're going to be able to see. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You do have to watch for that. Right, because I I watch some people's like Zoom things online, and I'm like I can see the candle flickering in the background, and the album covers, and the artwork. I got a picture of Jesus hanging up. I'm sure they probably saw that. <laughs> the first week, no, maybe it was the second week. We did like an all staff Friday. We've been doing Zooms, and I yeah. did it in my apartment on the wall that I wallpapered with like the two chairs and the table it was like they were like making fun of me like it was between two ferns oh i had yeah. the whole setup little area, yeah. yeah i guess it's a good it's good to like before you get on make sure that where you're sitting isn't too crazy in the well, background you can change your backgrounds like i my friend dave he or scott whichever you want to call him um he goes by two names uh he just sent me like a screenshot of his little video conference today and he had like it the inside of one of the star wars spaceships yeah that star yeah and he's you like, put, like the beach or whatever you want to put i would do the beach i don't know maybe if my boss liked doing the zoom he's like all right i think we should do this more often i'm like all right i'm gonna have to change my background then yeah it's super easy mm-hmm. a couple of my coworkers did like the office background which was funny with like stanley working in the background from the tv oh, show really? <laughs> yeah. my kids like that show today my i came home and my son was watching westworld but the second season and so i watched an episode i'm like oh looks like i gotta go back to season one because i like this it's good but it's very yeah you got to pay attention to that one well, and I was, I asked him, all I asked him was one question. They hate it when I ask them questions when we're watching movies or whatever. And I'm like, is this kind of like the matrix? And he's like, no. no. And then he would. So then at the end of that episode, he like went to episode one. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, if you're going to watch this with me, you need to know what's going on. Cause I don't feel like answering questions. Well, yeah, especially with that show. Cause you'll have a million questions. Well, and I was just like, no, no, go back to your episode. I got shit to do. I'll start at the beginning and we'll work it out. So It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, last but not least, make it a clean closeout. I think this is important. So um, wrap things up after about 30 minutes to an hour, even if it's going well. And don't make an excuse. Just say, you know, like, I should probably go. But you're, um, you're I'm already looking forward to hearing more about them next time. Um, and then thanks for setting this up. And now, peace that, out. Yeah, I, I suck at that even in real life. Yeah, me I'm too. like, oh no, where has the past seven hours gone? The restaurant's closing? Oh, I guess we better go. When in reality, it could have been like a quick 30 minutes because I'm really not interested. You know? Yeah. Like it was good conversation, but I could have good conversation with a coworker at a bar too, you know? I think it's so. important just to be like, I got to go, bye. Yeah, and I, like I said, I suck at that, 100%. I suck at goodbyes, I guess. (laughs) Um, So we are going to move on to our booze news, booze news. Are you ready? Yeah, we're coming full circle. 
yes, this is a uh, Filippo Bartolotta again. Here we go. <laughs> you can hear my paper shuffling right now while we're waiting. Um, I thought you were doing the it's a pink world. This is a pink spumante. All right, Manny, does it come out? All right. So, what are you laughing at? Oh, look at this. Look how pretty. I'm not going to stop doing this. It's hypnotic. Venturini Baldini, Cadel Vento, Reggiano Doc, Lambrusco Rosé, Rose Heap, Strawberry Flowers, actually strawberries, and Lime. Dry, no residual sugar, very crunchy, and like, like a, a slightly salty vein that goes through the wine, keeping it really vibrant, not too long in the finish, but this is such a good way to enjoy sparkling wine. So he, that's my Filippo Bartolomeo. Your new boyfriend. He's so cute. But he, and it, so if you go on Instagram, these are his one minute wine reviews and so he popped the cork and he poured it in the glass and he does a lot of photos with like the the different wines and glasses which are really pretty because they're such pretty backgrounds um so he and he's very animated and fun and you know it doesn't hurt that he's italian so uh with that accent so um, if you guys are interested in learning more about wines, I, the only thing is, is like some of these wines are definitely a, Italian. So I don't know how easy it might be to uh, find them here, but you never know. Um, but yeah, so if you follow uh, Filippo on uh, Instagram, you can follow him on uh, Facebook too, but Instagram are the one minute wine reviews. So hmm. but yeah, they're, they're fun. Yay. Booze news, booze news. Uh, so, what's inside the stars this week? What's inside synchronicity? The universe's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have, I still, I want to send a shout out to Superfan Roxy because now more than ever, I'm really appreciating the subscription to Cosmopolitan that she gifted us. Um, really comes to my house and I never give them to you. So me. Uh, sorry, Steph. Like, right. I, have, I have old, old magazines, like, from last month. There's one, though, that you might be interested in. It was, like, around Christmas time, and it's all of the signs and, like, what to give them. So, hmm. I'm looking at yours, I'm like, your birthday's coming up. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll, like, copy off of this Cosmo ideas. Um, but so, I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah. Well, we got to figure out, we got to do something for fun for your birthday. I was even telling the kids, I'm like, let's buy a camper. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's buy like a really cool camper. I'm like, you figure we're not going to want to fly or stay in hotels for at least the next 18 months until they can get a vaccine or whatever. I said, so if we want to travel, we just buy our own little new little camper and we pull it wherever we want to go and you hook it up and you don't have to worry about somebody else's, you know, coughing on the bedspread or what. Hotels though are going to be extra clean. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe my shady motels just got me thinking. Well, yeah, I would hope you're not going to go there, but I think <laughs> hotels should be okay. I love semen. I'm sorry. I just got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Betty. Yeah. 
we were talking about like getting a camper. I'm like, dude, I would be totally happy. I love. I, we always had campers growing up. Like we had a 32 footer. We kept it up in Wisconsin. Man, that sucker had bunk beds, a full bed, a queen bed, a big bathroom. It was huge. I even had my own little closet. I loved having a camper. So you never know, stuff. I might turn full hillbilly and buy myself a camper. I'll jump in for a little trip. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying for your birthday. We can do like a little camper trip, you know? Uh, so anyway, so Roxy gave us this subscription to Cosmo and... I was thinking, since now all the flowers are popping up and, you know, I'm like nature girl now during this quarantine, um, I never knew I had a birth flower. So I would like to tell everybody what their birth flowers are, their flower sign, sign flowers, what would you call it? Your birth flower. flower. Birth flower, I think sounds cute. And then if you know, like you're ascending your sun sign and your moon sign, you can make a pretty bouquet. And it has some meaning. And fellas out there, wink, wink, uh, if you're looking for some ideas to send flowers to a girl you're interested in and you know what her signs are, you can, you know, create the nice bouquet and send it to her and blow her mind when you're like, well, you're a Virgo. I knew you'd like butter. <laughs> so, I want to hear what mine is. All right. I'm going to get to it. You're third in line. So Aries, honeysuckle. Aries know how to suckle. I'll say that. So Aries, <laughs> honeysuckle. It's a sweet, fearless climbing flower. Um, Taurus, rose, classic, classy, and just a bit thorny, which is perfect, right, for Taurus? Yeah. Um, Gemini, Gemini, lavender. If flowers could talk. I do love lavender. Yes. If flowers could talk, it would be the flirtiest. So there you go. Um, cancer, lily. What's more welcome, homie, than a lily? Nothing, right? I like lilies. I love yeah, lilies. I do like lilies, too. Yep. And then Leo's sunflower, always the scene stealer. I don't like sunflowers. I like sunflowers. I had um, one, an Aries. He gave me, like, a bouquet of sunflowers. On they're just, like, too big, and they're not pretty. But they make them smaller. They have like mini ones that are really cute. And they Maybe have like, like all those. different colors now too. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Google it. Um, Virgo, Buttercup, um, Libra, Bluebell, which I love the smell of Bluebells. I have a uh, Joe Malone Bluebell hmm. uh, perfume that I love. Uh, so it's so soothing and harmonious. And if you're from Texas, you know what a Bluebell is and what it smells like. Um, Scorpio geraniums. I like geraniums because they remind me of my grandma, but I, I don't. They don't really smell that great, right? The leaves smell better than the flowers. Yeah, I don't know how they smell, but it doesn't sound like a good smelling a geranium. Those are those ones. It's like the stalk, and then it has like either red or bright pink, like little petals. It sounds flowers. like a terrani terranium. <laughs> what are those things called? <laughs> terrarium terrarium <laughs> like it smells like dirty water or something <laughs> no geraniums <laughs> i'm gonna buy you a geranium so you know what it looks like uh sages sorry charlie but you get the dandelion although i don't know you can eat dandelions so andrew cuomo your flower is a dandelion dandelions uh, mine's boring doesn't even have a flower ivy you know what? Ivy gets poison bugged. ivy. 
Yeah. Oh, Poison Ivy from Batman. Um, Aquarius, you get the orchid. So pretty. Yeah, orchids and are pretty. They are, but they're, they're impossible to keep alive. Like, you look at them, you watch them die, and then you're just left with, like, a green plant. I've pets it for people, and I have to, like, feed their orchid, and it's always, like, terrifying for me. I'm yeah, so bad with plants. Yeah, no. I, I, my kids bought me a beautiful gardenia, like, tree, like, it was, it's indoor. It was, like, an ornamental. You kept it inside. Uh, that motherfucker died a slow death and I cried every day because I love the smell of her. <laughs> and I would be like, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. I went and bought the special food for it. And it just, it would get these huge buds on it. And you would think they would get ready to open and they would just fall to the ground. How did, why did it die? The gardenias are so hard to keep unless they're like natural in that zone, that area, and you have them outside. I don't know. I don't know if it didn't get enough sun. I I, I don't know. It made me so sad. I'm like, please don't ever buy me a gardenia ever again. Like I have nightmares about it. Just be crying for I was so sad. I felt so bad. I'm like, I killed it. I killed it. Um, Pisces, yours is a water lily, and I get those in my backyard, and they are beautiful. You have to bring some to Ed. I, you know what? I took some beautiful pictures, and maybe I will get a picture of one framed and bring it to him. If he's still around after having Miss Tits a lot and friends over for drinks. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, uh, what's wrong with you? Birth flower. <laughs> so everybody get outside on may 7th it is the full moon so just toward the end of the week there oh yeah what day is that thursday uh yes next full moon will be on thursday morning may 7th and it will appear opposite of the sun um at 6 45 a.m eastern daylight time so it's a super moon and it's the last super moon for the year and it's the flower moon um, I'm going to be and, out in the boonies, so I'll be able to see it. Yes. Well. Look up, look up. Um, so remember we talked about that one goddess, Hindu goddess last week? What was mm-hmm. her name? Darj. 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 Oh, I, I was going to say Cuba. I don't even know. Darsha. Dasha. No, Darjan or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this week, it's Purnima. Um, Buddha Purnima or Visak. Uh, this full moon corresponds to that. Um, it's it's actually called Buddha's birthday, so it commemorates the birth, enlightenment, and death of Gautama Buddha. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the last super moon in a series of four. What else do I got about the moon stuff? Uh, the Scorpio full moon on Thursday is the first positive moon phase for six weeks. Full moon May 2020 has a spiritual healing and compassionate influence because of Mercury sextile Neptune. That's what we need. Yes. Uh, the full moon will make people generally feel more sympathetic and understanding. It will make you more sensitive, but also better able to understand your conflicting emotions. Importantly, it will help you envisage, I can't say this word. Envisage. envisage. Yeah, isn't that just a stupid word? My boss says it, the one from New Zealand. That's all oh, he never says envision. He says envisage. And it's envisage. like, why? 
go back to Kitty Land. Um, so bright, it, it will help you envisage a, a brighter future once the loss and suffering from the coronavirus pandemic begin to subside. Mm. Uh, you will see clearly any relationship dynamics or negative feelings causing disharmony. Uh, it's a good moon to sit back and take some quiet time and reflect or talk to a close friend about your feelings. None um, of that. None of that. None of that. You may dream up or fantasize about an ideal partner, but are just as likely to meet someone special now. Interesting. Ooh. So stay on quarantine, bay. Yes, I better get on that one. Um, relationship form. Relationships formed. I can't talk during this moon phase would um, have a soulmate feel to them. So friends may come to you for comforting or a shoulder to cry on. Uh, your caring, sympathetic side is enhanced. So this is a good full moon to be of service to your loved ones and also the wider community. You can trust your gut feelings. Um, your words become soothing and can actually be healing to others. Your hands can also be healing. So this is a great full moon for romantic massages. HJ's. <laughs> Aren't I supposed to... Uh, <laughs> massage your hand the next time I see your stuff <laughs> so uh right now it's the it's we're in Taurus season Taurus season uh even though this is a full moon I think in Scorpio so but right now while we're in Taurus Taurus rules over the throat and the words we use so um we need to be mindful of the things we say and the things we don't say it's not time to listen to what's being said and here i have some words of wisdom for you accuser of the fucking brethren you motherfucker <laughs> oh that was very nurturing thank you so much yeah so when you're, when you're looking at the moon you can just go you motherfucker <laughs> oh and i do have one last full moon thing for you so any of you that are unemployed got your wages cut and you are looking to put a little extra money 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 in your pocket um get yourself a little basket uh and gather up as many bills dollar bills doesn't matter what denomination and coins hundos hundos and if you only got some singles from your strip of pants put them in there um and coins you can even you know throw yourself a couple quarters in there whatever and put them on a windowsill that gets some moonlight so you don't have to put them outside you can just put them in a window that gets some moonlight don't count the money because you don't want to limit yourself to any specific number okay so just pretend like it's church and you've got the collection basket and you're throwing it all in there does it have to be bills no it says it can be coins too oh okay whatever okay. you have throw it in throw it in there and put it on a windowsill where the moonlight shines and in the morning gather it up the you know gather up all the money put it back in your wallet and don't forget to say thank you and give the sky a little wink so there you go let me know if it works wink 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 when i was doing my windows a couple weeks ago i the quarters that i put there on new year's eve are still there on my window so outside they didn't blow away or anything my kids were like why are there you know quarters here i'm like just be quiet it's mine it's my <laughs> thing so did we miss anything are we good i think we're good 
Right on. That was a fun show. It was. Everyone, um, just keep pushing through this. Don't don't start whiling out now. No, please. Just, you know, stay home. Look at the birds. Look at the, you know, if you're bored, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, where else can they find? Oh, I didn't even mention the music thing, did I? Okay. So they can find, a, you guys can find us uh, at stuffsinthecity at gmail.com. You can call us at 312-508-3552. You can message us on Instagram. You can message us on Facebook. If you're bored and you're like, I think I'm going to have a little cocktail party, please, we'll chat you down off the ledge. Okay. We want everybody to stay safe and everyone to stay healthy. We do not want to see these number of cases go up in two weeks. So, Mm-mm-mm. And if you're an unsigned artist and you want us to play your music on the show, you can go to radiomisfits.com, click on the tab that says submit music, follow the directions, add your links, and um, send it on over. I get so excited when I get like, I, I'm like music in the mail. I got music on my email. So send it on over and um, we'd be happy to check it out and possibly play it on the show. So that's yeah. radiomisfits.com. I don't yeah, know, Steph, any other news we need to share? I think we're good. We will see everyone next week. Yeah. See we you will next, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> See it's you. harder to do when we're we can't when see we're each not other. looking at each other, right? I know. All right, see you guys. Have Bye. A great day. Bye.